Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Why are we going to be glad? Because great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto me. Amen. I want to start my morning shout out starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White, pastor of Olive Grove. Missionary Baptist Church and good morning to our Olive Grove Church family. Also, good morning to all of my listeners out there. I have an announcement from our honoree sponsors, Brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife Linda, that coming on March the 12th is a service for 25 years of broadcasting for Sister Carolyn Pettifor Riles. This is a community celebration and it's going to be held at Greta Clegg's Chapel Community Missionary Baptist Church. In Timberlake, North Carolina, is going to be Sunday, March the 12th at 4 p.m. The doors are going to be open, and it's a free event. The spiritual anointings are going to be there. Anointed voices, John Thorpe and Faith, Minister Brenda Hunt Moore, New Creation, Spiritual Lights, The Gospel Less, and Reverend David Bullock Jr. and the Spiritual Voices. Amen. I got them all in there. Today, inviting you to come out and celebrate what the Lord has been doing through this woman of the word. Amen. This woman of God. 25 years of broadcasting on gospel on WNCU 90.7 FM. I'm excited for her. I'm excited for what God is going to continue to do through our sister Carolyn. Amen. I want to share the word with you today. And I first want to remind you of my YouTube page, and that is youtube.com slash at Melcina YW and also my podcast and you can find it with my full name Melcina Yancey White podcast at B-U-Z-Z-S-S-P-R-O-U-T dot com I think I got that right it's buzzsprout.com thank you so much for those of you that have been reaching out I can see the numbers of people that actually tune into my podcast and my YouTube page so I thank you all of those that are somewhat supportive those two areas of where I have been speaking and encouraging word and playing music. So I thank you, thank you, thank you. But I'm in the word today. I'm still in Mark. I'm going to go also the first Corinthians and I'm still talking about love. I told you I was going to deal with that word right here in the month of February where the world created a holiday called Valentine's Day, which is that love holiday. And I want to talk about love because I want to reference it to the love of Christ because so many people get depressed this time of year. Either they've lost a loved one or they just feel like they are unworthy of people's love and they just feel like they've been rejected over and over in relationships. But there's an unconditional love. Amen. Right out here for us. And that is the love of God and Christ. Come on. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that is Christ. That is Jesus the Christ. That's your savior, your redeemer. Amen. He wants a relationship with you. He rejects no one. Amen. I just get all bubbly up inside and get excited when I remember how he loved me before I loved myself. How he died for me even when I was young 
yet still a sinner. Amen. And how he keeps on taking good care of me, not for no goodness of my own, because his unconditional love towards me. That should get us excited every day we wake up about this new mercy. Amen. And how grace is sufficient and how he has just laid down his life for us. He did that on the cross and we are reaping the benefits. Amen. Of what he did hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. And I just thank God. I just think I'm getting excited before I even get in the word. But I want to talk about, I first started last Saturday, I was in Mark 12th chapter, and I'm just going to read verse 30 because I want to lead into something else today. And I pray that you stay with me, Mark 12 and 30, and the word of God says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. Amen. And last Saturday, I talked about how you love him with all. We keep giving God pieces like we do everybody else in our lives, but God need all. And there's a reason why all is important. All is necessary because I told you, if you don't give him your all, you tend to lend yourself to other gods and to people. And these people and these other gods do not care about your soul salvation. They don't even care about your earthly well-being. But my God cares more about my, just as much about my earthly well-being than he does my soul. Amen. That's why he said, I'll provide your needs according to my riches and glory. He cares about if I eat. Come on, somebody. If his eye is on the sparrow, surely I know the Lord is watching over me. Come on. If he's feeding, come on, the creeping and the crawling animals and the birds and the fowls in the air, surely he's going to take care of me. Amen. And so he cares just as much about my earthly well-being and this mortal flesh that is survival in the season in the land that he put me in as much as my soul salvation. And there is no one else that's going to love and care for both. Amen. You know, your friends, they care about you. They care about what you see, what you're wearing, how much money you make, what you're going, where you got and what you can do for them. And there are some good friends that do right back to you, but they can't care for the soul. They can't come on. They can't condemn or somewhat sin the soul. They can't determine where you go to heaven or hell. Let me just break it down to that. They ain't got a hell to put you in nor a heaven to put you in. But our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ care about our earthly well-being as well as our eternal soul. Amen. Our eternal resting place. And and so again, back to that love him all. It is so important. And I had to learn that the hard way. I kept giving him pieces and he had to deal with me on these pieces of myself I was giving him and not surrendering all. But I also want to deal with 1 Corinthians. And we're going to talk about more about why that all is important that we love the Lord. One of the things I was thinking about, I was preparing um, this teaching lesson and, and what I thought the Lord wanted me to just, you know, and be able to share with you to encourage your heart. And I thought about how, you know, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 7. And now pastor talked about this last Wednesday. And and I had thought about that scripture. And I said, I think I need to go back and just read that for myself. And then I walked into Bible study. I never know what he's going to teach on. And he certainly don't know what I'm going to put on the air before it gets there. But but, but I was just just intrigued. with His lesson was about 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. 
before, and that was about love. It was about, and let me, can I just read that? It's the New King James Version, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. It said, love suffers long, and it's kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up, does not behave Ruly, uh, do not behave ruly, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinketh no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, it believes all things, it hopes all things, and endures all things. Amen. We know this scripture, especially if you've been in the Baptist church, well, all the churches, but I just remember now in the Baptist church I grew up in, that was our sort of call and response our doxology uh, but 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 I want to read the message translation of those same scriptures and it reads this love never gives up amen love cares more for others than for self love doesn't want what it doesn't have love doesn't strut doesn't have a swelled head doesn't force itself on others isn't always me first doesn't fly off the handle amen doesn't keep score of sins of others, doesn't reveal when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of the truth, puts up with anything, trusts God always, always looks for the best, never looks back, but keeps going to the end. And why do I want to read these scriptures in, in, in correlation and connecting it with Mark 12? It's because the, until you get with Christ, you don't know what love looks like. And this is the definition of love. And I think there's so much brokenness in the land today. One, we haven't given ourselves to the Lord to love him with all. And until you love him with all, you won't know what love is. Amen. You won't know. And here is the description. Here's the characteristics of love. This is what love looks like. This is what we're supposed to be exemplifying ourselves. And this is what we look for when it comes to love. And we need to stop just saying I've fallen in love with somebody. If it's not these characteristics, then you need to pump your brakes. Amen. You need to stop letting your passing out your heart like a fan. Amen. I said that last Saturday. You need to study these words of what love looks like and the characteristics of love. And you said, well, I thought he loved me. Well, baby, did he have any of these characteristics right here? Did he show you any of this? And I tell you, then everybody ain't saved when you get married. Amen. The pastor and I, you know, we got married. We were both Christian and we was saying we love the Lord and we was in the church, but we had to grow into this characteristics of love. Marriage had to teach us some of these characteristics. Some of them we had and some of them we didn't. And over the years time as we walked and talked with God and the more that we loved him with all, the more of our all we gave him, the more he was able to teach us what love is so we could show it towards one another and those in our lives. And we begin to recognize it when we see it. Amen. And I just want to pour that out there. That um, And I was also looking at this, especially when I read the message translation of this. And I say, well, you know, I'm missing some of this. And I'm always asking the Lord to help me with my love walk. But I was realizing before I was going to condemn myself for where I fail in these areas, then I started to rejoice in my spirit and said, this is the love that Christ has towards me. It's unconditional. It never gives up. Amen. And 
before I was looking at where I was missing the mark, I started rejoicing of the love that's towards me. I now understand that this is the love that God has for me because God is love. And this is the, this is the characteristics. This is the definition of love. All of this, I'm not going to break it down and maybe the spirit of the Lord will lead me to break it down and talk about each aspect and each characteristics, but we just need to study this. We need to meditate on this, especially those with a broken heart because there is a love because Christ said love all because we're trying to find what we can only find in Christ in other people. And God had to teach me that you're looking for love in all the wrong places You're trying to get what only I can give you out of people. You're seeking the world for what only I can give. And this comes when you start to love Christ. When you break it all down like I had to one time. I broke it all the way down to my knees. And I had to repent because I had not been giving God my all of me. I was giving him pieces of me. And he had to start. And when I gave him all of me, I started to for once in my life feel what true love was like. Oh yeah, my husband loves me. And we been together for 30 plus years, but it was then and only then that I felt the true and and, and unconditional love is what I'm trying to say. Only in Christ can you get there. And I administered to another person. I said, until you get naked before the Lord and take all of yourself, all your nakedness, all your hurt, all your pain, all your scars, all your imperfections, and just lay it at his feet and say, Lord, I bring all of me to you. I stand naked before you in the spirit, all of me. And I withhold nothing from you. And until then, you won't know and feel the true love. Come on, somebody. You will begin to feel his comfort. Hallelujah. You'll begin to feel his love. You'll start to feel his peace. And you'll start to feel his joy. And you'll start to have a blessed assurance. That came to me when I was studying this. A blessed assurance. And that loving towards Christ. Amen. When you start to love him with all of you, but you begin to gain a blessed assurance. You say, what am I talking about? You know that song, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. You get that blessed assurance that he is yours and you are his. Amen. You begin to walk around with a confidence that comes with that assurance. You'll start to look at people that walk away from you that that is best for me. You start to say, God is getting ready to give me something else. You have a blessed assurance because you live in expectation of what God has in store for you that is not left up the people of how you progress in this life, but the love of Christ that is towards you is your blessed assurance of who you're going to be and what Christ has in store for you. Come on, somebody. I pray that that bless you. I'm going to talk about this more of the Lord's willing on next Saturday, but that has blessed me already, that blessed assurance. Thank you for tuning in and spending time with me today. And remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad. God loves you.